CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham, where references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 15th of January 2023. Here are the main news headlines. M0RWX activates all G summits in one year. Direct to full exams. New display at the RSGB's National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park. Robert, M0RWX from Malmesbury in Wiltshire, activated every single SOTA summit in England within the calendar year of 2022. This is an unprecedented achievement, but it doesn't end there. Robert also activated exclusively in, extensively I'm sorry, in France, Scotland and Wales, and a little in Benelux during 2022, recording a total of 326 activations and a mammoth 1,476 activator points in the year, almost 1.5 mountain goats. Robert is now targeting an activator completion of Wales during 2023 and thereafter spending longer on each summit, experimenting with more bands and modes. For more information about summits on the air, please visit sota.org.uk. Bookings for the direct full exam are now open. The exam can only be taken online, but can be booked by individuals or clubs. Go to the RSGB's exam booking page and follow the process for an individual or club booking. The Society has also published a mock paper for the director full exam, which can be found on the RSGB website. After several months in restoration and development, a Wheatstone tape perforator and Wheatstone high-speed Morse transmitter have gone on display in the RSGB's National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park, used extensively from the 1940s until at least the late 1960s. Such systems enable the transmission of, of Morse signals either via telegraph or by wireless at cons consistently high speeds, without errors such that might have been introduced by hand sent Morse. The display is connected to an audio oscillator, so with the push of a button on the outside of the display case, visitors are able to start the transmitter, see the paper tape being read, and hear Morse characters being sent. The RSGB's National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park is looking to create a new wall display, illustrating some simple radio setups to inspire newcomers to get started in amateur radio. If you'd like to have a photo of your radio shack on display, please send in a good quality image showing your operate, you operating your radio or your radio bench. The radio shack should be located anywhere from your loft to your back bedroom, garden shed, car or, or on a mountain top. Remember, the point of the project is to inspire people to get started in the hobby, so the photos need to show a d diverse mix of operators, and the radio setup shouldn't be overly complex. The most suitable photos will be selected, and a montage display created with the title Have a Look or Take a Look at My Radio Station. If you'd like to enter, send your photos to nrc.support at rsgb.org.uk. The online amateur radio community provides amateur radio license training via Zoom. 
The next immediate course, intermediate course, is due to commence during the first week of February. The course, which costs £5 to join, will run for eight weeks. The next full licence training course will start on Wednesday the 17th of April and run for nine weeks. The fee for the full course is also £5. For further information, please go to www.oarc.uk. The GB2RS News Service would like to increase the coverage of VHF, FM and SSB broadcasts in Northern Ireland. Applicants must be a, uh, an RSGB member holding a full or intermediate licence. If you'd like to find out more without obligation, please get in touch with the GB2RS News Manager, Steve, G4HPE, via gb2rs.manager at rsgb.org.uk. More information about the RSGB's news service can be found on the RSGB site. Following the recent items in The Times and on BBC Radio 4pm programme about a rise in the use of Morse code in America, the RSGB contacted BBC Three Counties Radio and arranged an interview for Mervyn Foster, G4KLE. Mervyn is a volunteer at the RSGB National Radio Centre, an RSGB district representative and lifelong devotee of Morse code. He spoke to Andy Collins on The Breakfast Show on Friday the 13th of January. You can listen to the interview on BBC Sounds, where it starts at 1 hour and 53 minutes into the programme. Now for details of rallies and events. The Lincoln Shortwave Club Winter Radio Rally will be held on Sunday the 29th of January at the Festival Hall Caster Road Market Raisin, LN8 3HT. Doors open 9.30, entrance is £2, refreshments available on site and talking is available on 145.375 megs. For more information, email graham via contact at m1dhv.co.uk. The Canvey Rally will be held on the 5th of February at Cornelius Vermoden School, Dinant Avenue, Canvey, Essex, SS89QS. The rally is expected to be the usual hive of activity, with plenty of trade as an indoor boot sale. The hot food and drinks will be available. Contact Sears, that's S-E-A-R-S dot inquiries, at gmail.com for further information. The Mid-Cheshire Amateur Radio Society Radioactive Fair will be held on the 12th of February, that's the Sunday. The venue will be Nantwich Civic Hall, Market Street, Nantwich, CW55DG. Doors open at 10am, admission £5. Wide variety of details, uh, and trader stalls, bring and buy platform and refreshments and snacks will be available. Parking is immediately adjacent to the hall. For more information, go to Radioactive Fair, that's all one word, .co.uk. Now for special event news, today the 15th, it's the last chance to work special call sign PD23HNY. The station is active from the Netherlands in celebration of the new year. QSL cards will not be issued, but a certificate will be available for downloading. Today is also the last chance to log special call sign SP19 Enigma and SP90 ENG. Both stations are operating marking the 90th anniversary of Polish cryptologists' first successes in breaking the Enigma code. Throughout the month of January, Western Supermare Radio Society will be operating special call sign GB4WSM. 
in celebration of the 100th anniversary of the Society's formation on the 3rd of January in 1923. Special event station GB2KW will be active in, until the 28th of January. The station located near Inverness will be using vintage equipment manufactured by KW Electronics Limited during the 60s and 70s, QSL VAR Logbook of the World. Now for DX News, Earl, WA3DX, will be active from Senegal until the 20th of January. He'll operate, he will, <coughs> excuse me, he will operate FT8 and some SSB on 40 to 10 meter bands, QSL via logbook of the world or directly to his home call. Harold, DF2WO, will be active as D44TWO from Santiago uh, AF005, Cap Verde, Islands until the 21st of January. He'll operate FT8, some SSB and some CW on the 160 to 6 metre bands via QO100 satellite, QSL via M0OXO's OQRS account. John N9EAJ plans to be active as HC1FIT, FIT, from a mountaintop location near the city of on, uh, 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 Ottavalo. Mm, Otavalo or something like that, in the Imbaura province of Ecuador until the 22nd of January. He'll be operating SSB, some CW on the 40 to 10 metre bands, QSL direct to N9EAJ. Contest news, the UK 6 metre group winter marathon began on Thursday the 1st of December. Contest runs to the 31st of January, using all modes on the 6 metre band, the exchanges signal report and locator. Today, the 15th, the RSGB-affiliated society's 80- and 40-metre data modes contest runs from 1,300 to 1,700 USB, uh, sorry, UTC, using PSK63 and RITI, the exchange's signal report and serial number. On Tuesday, the 17th of January, the 1.3 gigs UK activity contest runs from 2,000 to 2,230 UTC using all modes, the exchange of signal report serial number and locator. On Thursday the 19th, the 70 MHz UK activity contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC using all modes, the exchange of signal report serial number and locator. Saturday the 21st of January, the RSGB affiliated society's 80 metre and 40 metre SSB contests runs from 1300 to 1700 UTC, SSB only, the exchange of signal report, serial number and locator. Now for the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO. It seems, they write, X-class solar flares appear like buses. You wait for ages and then three turn up at once. Over the last week we've had X-class flares on the 7th, 9th and 10th. The latest at the time of writing saw Sunspot Region 3186 rotate into view off the Sun's northeast limb and produce an X1.0 solar flare at 2247 UTC on the 10th. It may have thrown some plasma into space in the form of a coronal mass ejection, but as it is not yet directly facing Earth, any associated coronal ma mass ejection was likely directed away from us. Over the coming days it will become earth-facing and more activity is expected with sudden ionospheric disturbances and coronal mass ejections becoming the north norm. If this does happen, expect MUFs to take a dive, perhaps only for 20 minutes to an hour. If X-ray radiation from a flare impacts us and for a day or so if a coronal mass ejection hits us. 
So, although we currently have an SFI in the 190s, it will be hit and miss as to whether HF propagation will be good or bad. The best advice is to monitor the bands and don't be surprised if we have some fallow days if the KP index rises. Excitement is building with the 3YOJ Bouvedi expedition team on its way. At the time of writing they'd reached Cap Verde en route to the Falkland Islands. Then they have a long boat trip with departure estimated on the 14th, for the 14th of January. Depending on the weather, expect them to be operating from late January for 22 days. We'll take a close look at HF propagation to Bouvet in a later GB2RS report. Meanwhile, NOAA predicts the solar flux index is unlikely to remain as high as it is. It says it may drop to the 150s, although its predictions haven't been too accurate recently. Nevertheless, 150 is still admirable. Let's hope the KP index stays low to give the best hope of DX on the upper HF bands. VHF and up, the unsettled weather pattern remains in place for the coming week, and the main changes concern a deeper low in the sequence being strong enough to bring a temporary burst of colder northerlies. This seems possible later this weekend and early next week. In terms of propagation, it's looking like a rain or snow scatter for the gigahertz bands, will be more the likely mode. There is a possibility of some high pressure to the south after midweek over France and Biscay, but only re only reachable from the southern fringes of the British Isles with very limited tropo options. There has been some strong sporadic e showing on the Dorbs graph on propquest.co.uk on occasions, but we're coming towards the end of the midwinter ease window this week. Random meteor scatter and aurora are both options this week. The minor gamma Ursae minorids meteor shower reaches a low maximum on the 18th. As usual, look to benefit from the pre-dawn peak of random meteors. The sun is very disturbed, so you'll need to check the daily behaviour of the KP index for aurora prospects. Ideally, it should be 5 or preferably higher for aurora. The moon reaches maximum negative declination this coming Thursday and at perigee on Saturday, so EME path losses are low and moon availability windows are short. 144 meg sky noise increases all week, peaking at over 2000 Kelvin on Thursday. And that's it from the propagation team this week. It's me also in a, 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 a goodbye from me likewise. Until next week. <laughs>